You are listening to a message from Victory. We hope it inspires you to honor God and make disciples in your community. This week we're going to be talking about life change. It has to be evident. It has to be seen. Our growth has to be seen. We've sectioned this nine-month series in, in three sections. First is follow, fish, and then fellowship. All about our discipleship. Follow, fish, and fellowship. We're finishing up the follow part today. But follow is very important. All of us are called to follow. We are to follow. Christians are called to be a life, to call, are called to a life of following Jesus. That's our calling. All of us. Maybe you are a victory group right now. Is your calling, is it to be a, it, to be a victory group member? Is your calling uh, to be a victory group member? No. You're mandated to do victory group, to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, but you're called to follow Jesus Christ. That's our calling. Our, our calling is to be a follower of Jesus. We are learning through the life of Peter. Peter, became, before he established the first church, he is actually a follower follower of Jesus Christ. Before he was a disciple, he is a follower of Jesus Christ. He is at times enthusiastic, strong-willed, impulsive, at times very emotional. Remember when Jesus was was about to be taken by the the jail guards? By the guards, what he did? He was the one who struck the the guard in the ear. He can be impulsive. Sometimes we can actually relate to Peter. But my prayer is that we also relate in how he grew to become a leader of the church. To become really a, a, a Christ follower that is worth emulating. This is the fruit of discipleship, which is life change. There has to be life change. It has to be seen. What is life change? Life change means that every believer exhibits a life that is set apart for what? For the purpose of God. It is for the purpose of God. Yes, you will be used mightily in the church. Yes, you can be a minister. You can be a victory group leader, a, a, a kids' church teacher. But my prayer is that you know that you, your life right now is set apart for His purpose. For God's purpose. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm of Chinese descent. My, my dad is Chinese, so um, he, has, he has plans for me in my life. He... he he was planning to, for me to inherit the, 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 our business. We had an automotive uh, supply business. So he was thinking, and I had different plans in my life. And I thought that I would fulfill those plans to marry and then uh, to have a beautiful wife. I have a beautiful wife, to have family, and then retire at an early age. I didn't know. I didn't know that he would, he would be calling me. After I have that transformed life, a life that changed, I would see my life differently. I would actually be more than okay to let him take control of my life and follow his purpose and his will. Maybe you are here today and you're actually looking for a purpose, plans for your life, like Sunday in, in our, in our uh, Laos um, missions report a while ago. Maybe you are in that cross, crossroad. But my prayer is that you would seek God first. You would seek, seek His direction first. Before you go to all the tests, all the assessments, all the, all the, those, those things are good, all books, it's, those are good. But my prayer, is that, my prayer is that you would know first and foremost God's purpose for your life. That you know that you are a Christ follower. Now that you have a transformed, a, ch- a life that has changed, 
Now you're putting your, your, your plans aside, your agenda aside, and putting Him first in our, in our lives. Are there regrets? Yeah, no regrets. Because now I'm doing what He, I'm do, I know I'm doing what He has willed for my very life. The context of this, um, of, of this letter goes back to Nero. Do you know Nero? Not Nemo, okay? Not Nemo, Nero. Nemo is cute. Nero is not cute. Okay, especially against Christians. He would, he would, um, okay, he's not very good with Christians. He would not just persecute them, but once he knows of a Christian, they were, he would burn their houses. If ever they get caught, they will be put on a stick and they will be put on, 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 on the road as lights. They will be burned alive. Make like lampposts. But in spite of all these sufferings, in spite of all the sufferings of these Christians, Peter has been telling one story and one alone. Calling everyone to be holy. Calling everyone and reminding them of the salvation of Jesus Christ. Calling them and telling them, reminder, reminding them of your salvation and what you just called to do. What's God's purpose in your life? That you're called for a purpose, a holy purpose. And... Second Peter 1, 5, verse 5 says, For this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue, virtue with knowledge, and knowledge with self-control, and self-control with steadfastness, and steadfastness with godliness. In spite of, you have Peter saying, show a holy life. Godliness should be part of your virtue. And godliness with brotherly love of affection, and brotherly affection with love. For if these qualities are yours and are increase, increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Peter was saying, if you ought to grow, you don't actually just look at your circumstances, but then hold on to the promises of God, His grace that changes everything, and move forward. I love what Pastor, uh, Pastor Bojo said. We're not called to be perfect. But we are called to be obedient, to obey His word. Not minding our own steps, but really hanging on to, 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 to Jesus' quote and said, Lord, I will follow you. Lord, can't do it, but you can. During Peter's time, people were not just engaged through preaching, but what really attracted people to the gospel, people to the teaching of who Jesus, the dead carpenter is, is when they saw the life change of the people. The followers of Jesus, the disciples of Jesus who have changed dramatically, whose life has just transformed, that, what, that is what attracted the people to follow Jesus. Life change means a holy living. Living holy, not a perfect life. No, not at all. But a holy living. Life change means transformation. Something happened to you, a life that is transformed. Do we attract people to Jesus Christ? Do we? Do we have to profess that we're Christians and people get, get, get surprised? Oh, Christian ka pala. Christian rin ako. Pero ba't hindi ko alam? <laughs> or they can, can they see it? Do you actually have to say it in, 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 your, in, your, in the, all your social media that I, I go to church, I'm a Christian, I'm a follower? My prayer is that as the, as the people that, that, that Peter sent this letter... That it can be seen in our lives. That people get attracted. It's easier for us to invite them to church when they see a life change in us. The old is gone, the new has come. Here are three marks of a transformed life. First is a change in mind. 
There has to be a change in, my, in our mind. In 1 Peter 1 verse 13 says, Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace. Let me, let, let me stop there. Let me just go first to therefore. That word is, is, is heavy enough. That word means there was something before. Whenever you read your Bible, pag nakita niyo yung therefore, you have to stop. Pause and stop. Okay? You have to check first. Okay, a few verses up. Okay, what happened? Maybe a chapter before, what happened? What was the context? Therefore means it's actually a reminder. Therefore, remember what Jesus did for you and I. Therefore. You're actually laying down. You don't have to lay any foundation. But you're actually standing on what Jesus had done on the cross. That's therefore. Now you don't have to fear. Now, now, now it's, not, it's not about perfection. Trying to, perfect, trying to be perfect and trying to perform. It's not anymore. Why? It is done in the finished work of Jesus in the cross. It is done. It is finished. We stand on what Jesus had already done. Then we have to prepare. Everybody say prepare. Preparing your minds. This is, this is important. Preparing means it has to be intentional. It has to be deliberate. Okay? Maybe, maybe we think that, okay, pag, pag our, our mind just works like clockwork. Yes, it's true. But do you know that every day, an average person would have 70,000 thoughts? 70,000. Okay? 70. Madami huyon. That's in an average. So it can actually go high. Okay, maybe some of you who are maybe lower, but it's, it, that's the average. 70,000, that's a lot. Maybe some, there's already a struggle in my, your mind right now in what you're thinking. Are you actually listening to me? Or you're staring at me blank? Okay, maybe you're already tempted. Tempted by what? Maybe by hunger. Or you're already looking at your time and saying, okay, kailan ba siya matatapos? Or next, is he talking about me? Can he read my mind? Nobody can read your mind. That's the thing. That's the scary part. Only you know what you're thinking. But God knows. God knows if we are being swayed. God knows if we haven't prepared our mind because there's actually a battle. Do you know that our mind is a battlefield? It is a battlefield. But are you prepared? Are you preparing your mind? Are you deliberate? In reading God's word. Or, okay, how many of you are going to the 21-day Bible reading challenge with us? Okay, konti ah. Okay, pwede pa. Seven days pa lang. Habol. My prayer, it, it doesn't stop after 21 days. It's actually a lifestyle. What we're creating here is not a hobby. It's a lifestyle for you and I to have. But my, pray, my prayer is that you will know that there's actually a battle. Maybe you don't see a battlefield, but your mind is the greatest battlefield. If you go back to King James Version, 1 Peter 1.13, it said, Wherefore, geared up the loins of your mind. Geared up. Okay? Those times, they would wear robes. Okay? Buti na lang, I found this picture. Kung hindi nakarobe ako today. Can you imagine that? I did it before in kids' church. and doesn't look good. Okay? Buti wala pang social media yun. I had to put on a robe and then geared up. Why? You have to make sure that you're prepared because there is a battle. There's an actual battle going on. And it happens every day. It happens every second. Every time you breathe, there's a battle. The enemy is always there lurking and waiting. I love how Paul reminded us in Colossians 3 verse 2, Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. 
What's good, pleasing, and perfect? Do you know the promises of God? Do you claim His promises for you and I? Or when you're sulking, because I'm sick, Lord, why have you forsaken me? Lord, why am I still a single? What, Lord, why am I, why am I, why am I, I, I'm failing all this grace? What is good, pleasing, perfect? What occupies your mind? Are you preparing your mind? All of us, whether you're young, you're mid-age, or you're old, we always have to be prepared. Always prepared for battle. First Peter 1.13 said, not only prepare, but being of sober mind. Being of sober mind, okay? I know you don't look like drunk today, but sober means that you won't get swayed. That's why doctrines are important. Not just spiritual discipline, not just the seed, the word, but doctrines. Our doctrines are important. Why? Because not only our situations can get in the way, but other people as well. There are external factors. They're trying to sway you. There are other teachings that would sway you. There are other beliefs that would try to sway you. But are you grounded? Are you sober-minded and cannot be swayed? I love how in Philippians 4 verse 8 it said, Finally, brothers, if there's anything, uh, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if there's anything excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Think only of things of God. Do not be this way. Prepare for one. Prepare your mind. How many of you are parents here? You even have to prepare your kids. The thing is, we have to prepare ourselves. Then we prepare them also. We help them prepare. My prayer is they also see you getting prepared so they would get the sense of urgency and prepare themselves. You have to not just teach it out loud and yell at them and then force them, but they have to see it. This is how I prepare my kids for battle. I have three kids, okay, two boys. You know, even my Lara can box. That's not my son, that's Bojo. He always just, he's, he's just always there, so I don't know why. That's how we prepare them. You make sure that there's, that preparation happens, and preparation happens now. Those who are not prepared are those who get beaten at the sight of a mountain that they will face. When you see a mountain, what do you see? Difficulty or opportunity? A fight that you're ready to fight for or you would just run away and surrender. I love how, um, how we're going through the 21-day Bible challenge with all of you. And uh, we talked about Psalm 119 verse 11 this week. He said, I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. You prepare. We have to be prepared. Next mark of a transformed life is change in motivation. Everybody say motivation. 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 Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded. Set your, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. This is where we often get stuck in the motivation part. If the mind talks about our brain, motivation talks about our heart. Guess what? Our heart is a stubborn. Our heart is an idol factory. Our heart is corrupt. That's why we need to cleanse ourselves every day with, 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 with the gospel. Our faith should be not by sight, not on the tangible stuff, but our faith should be on God and our focus should be on Him alone. Worries, worries will always be there. Sometimes we worry about the future. Maybe some of you are worrying about the future, future, uh, things of the unknown. But then some of us get stuck, not moving forward, 
living an unholy life, a godly life, because we're stuck with the past. But the Bible said, God doesn't keep a record of any wrong, any. And the Bible always said, also said that there's no condemnation in Christ. Amen? Amen. Praise God. And he said that perfect love cast out fear. So why do we have to fear? What's your motivation? What Christ did should be our motivation. The finished work of Jesus Christ on that cross should be our motivation. Our motivation should be on our relationship with Him. On our relationship with that dead carpenter. The person who died for our sin and lived. Our motivation should be on what Christ can do and will do in our lives. Not on what we did or what we can't do. Our prayer is that our hope is anchored on Jesus Christ. Not on a man, not on a relationship, no longer on money, no longer on, 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 on promotion, no longer on, on relationships. Because even death, bankruptcy, divorce, sickness, lack, breakup, failure, conflict, rejection, persecution, wrong decision, all of those can sway us. All of those can shake us. But we only have to put our hope in Jesus Christ. There's always grace available for you in this life and the life to come. That's why He lived the life we should have lived. He died the death we should have died. And that's why He rose up again after three days. The empty tomb proves that for you and me. Not even death. It's kind of hard for our um, family especially our church community this past few days, because two of our beloved uh, family members in our church passed away. Nanay Charing is actually 75 years old and one of your ushers. I don't know if you remember her. She was always have the very high hair and the very big smile that would welcome you inside. She would always fight, fight her family when uh, she's late or, her, or she's absent in being an usher here. And also Kuya Yuli. Kuya Yuli is one of our uh, musicians who was a percussionist. He's even a percussionist um, um, with Star Cinema. Ah, uh, no, Star, Star Records. Yes, we grieve with them. Yes, we, we, we sympathize with the family. Actually, Nanay Charing is being buried right now as we, as we speak. But we don't get stuck because of the victorious life that Christ promised us. Now we're actually excited for what Yuli might be playing in heaven right now. And David might be dancing for him. Or Nanai Charing will be, will, uh, this Sunday will actually be an usher in the pearly white gates of heaven. Because of the victorious life. Now our motivation is in Christ. There has to be a shift. You have to change your motivation. Do not give up. Look unto God. Look to eternity. I love it how 2 Corinthians, Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 4, said, So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. That's why the Bible said that His mercy is new every morning. For this light momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison comparison you cannot compare it to any tangible stuff anything that you see anything that your heart craved for nothing compared to it 
an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison as we look not to the things that are seen, but the things that are unseen. What is your motivation? For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. It's eternal. It doesn't go away. Not like your new phone. Not like the new car that you've been wanting. It would get old. It might get, stole, it might get stolen. Not the money. It can actually go, be wasted and it can go away. One motivation also for me in, in, in living this life that is transformed is my victory group. Church or what we call it, our church community. I can never imagine living a life without church community. Never. I, 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 I can never. I love how I can spend time with them. Imperfect people can share our perfect faith. Imperfect people, imperfect marriages can talk about grace in our very lives. Grace in our family can encourage each other, can motivate one another. My prayer is that all of us would move forward. If you are not, you know you are not part of this church community yet. My prayer is that before the series end, you're motivated to be part of one. Lastly, a mark of a transformed life is a change in manner. There should be a change in manner. Just evident, it has to be seen. It has to be lived out. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance, but as he who has... who. As he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Okay, binasa ko pa uli. Hindi huli yun na holy. Okay, hindi yung nahuli ka, kaya ka ngayon nagre-repent. It's different. Now, it's, there's the fear of the Lord in us. What we're saying here is that change, change in manner means now that you are choosing a lifestyle of obedience. You want to obey now. It's hard, yes, I'm not saying it's easy. But you, you, you want to obey. You're obeying, you're progressing, you're moving. You're moving forward. It's not immediate. The turnaround is not immediate, but there is a change and there's progression. Holy here literally means set apart. That you're separated. The old is gone. If this is the, 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 the old you, you're moving forward. You're moving forward and going against it. If you are corrupted by bad company, you move away from them, separate yourself. Because you know that you've been set apart. Is it hard? Yes, sometimes. Because we're people, we're clingy, we like people around us. But if it's corrupting you and pulling you down, you have to be separate and you have to be set apart. We can do this now because of our new status. Obedient children. Okay? We are children because of what Jesus did on the cross. He bought at us a pri- at a price. Now we are heirs of His throne. Now we don't think like the world. Now we think like our Abba Father. We don't want to please the world now because of our new status. We want to please God our Father. The old is gone. The new has come. We are children of God. So now we lose the appetite of the worldly stuff. If we get tempted, there's no more. There should be no more appeal to us. To live a holy life, the Bible pattern that brings about transformation has to be evident in our life. 
should be transformation. Transformation happens when you see truth, then there's repentance, and then there's faith. Love it how in John 8 it said, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. So you hang on to the truth. Then you will know that the truth and the truth will set you free. The truth is in a person. The truth is in Jesus Christ. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. So why we know it is Jesus Christ. He dwelt amongst us. Now we can repent. Okay? We, there's a change in manner. We turn around. There's repentance. Repentance not on, 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 on worldly, not in the sense of worldly sorrow, but godly sorrow. Because of the fear of the Lord. Because we have hurt the Lord. This is something that we teach our children over and over. When they say sorry, we ask, are you sorry because nahuli ka? Or are you sorry because you want to be holy? And, pro- and, 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 and because you have wrong God, not just your parents. Then there has to be faith. Faith enables us, us Christians, to live a victorious Christian life. It enables us to be more than conquerors, as the Bible says. Let me end with Hebrews 12, verse 2, where it said, Looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. All of this because of what he has done. And all of this is because he wants us to live a holy life. My prayer is that we attract people to the church, not because of all the, all, all, all the intricacy and then all the, all the flares outside, but they see us, a life that is changed for His glory. Let's pray. Lord, we, we honor You, Lord God, and we pray, Lord, that we honor You with our lives. Lord, I pray, Lord, that we don't have to proclaim. We don't have to shout from the very top of our lungs, Lord, that you are Jesus, that you are our Savior. Lord, I pray, Lord, that it, it is seen in our very lives. Lord, I pray, Lord, if there are things that we have to set at your feet and repent of and ask for forgiveness, we do it now at your cross not as a performance not out of need to be perfect but because you are perfect thank you Lord that you are the author and perfecter of our faith thank you Lord that you hold all things together thank you Lord that when we are weak you are actually strong and we can do all things because of you Father I pray Lord for grace Lord I pray Lord that we would do away with our home, our own agendas. If there are things in our mind that's clouding us, if there are things in our hearts, Father, I even pray, Lord, for hearts that have turned into stones to come alive and become flesh again right now. Lord, all of this, Lord, is not to show, not to show people who, who we are, but show people who you are. So, Lord, I pray this. I even pray this, Lord God, for the parents in this, in, this, in this place. I pray, Lord, for each one of us, Lord God. Lord, that our children would see, our children would inherit, Lord. They would see who we are. They would not have inherited faith, Lord God. 
Lord, that they would move, they will be motivated and encouraged, Lord, to grow in their walk with you. So, Lord, thank you, Lord, as, as you grow our church, you're growing each one of us. Let us, let all of us be, Lord God, a disciple that can clearly proclaim who you are, a disciple, Lord God, worth to be emulated, a disciple, Lord, who are being missional because of the, the, the overflow, Lord God, of our grace and our love in us, in your love in us, Father. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph resources podcast.